Swamp Krampus, everyone. Welcome to our Christmas special. I am Precious D. And I am Honey Bee. And as you may have guessed by my German greeting, we are taking a look at a Christmas movie today, Krampus from 2015. You know, I didn't actually know that Christmas horror was such a thing until you actually told me. Yeah, honeybee, we could do an entire podcast just on Christmas-themed horror movies. Uh, yeah. There's a lot more of them than you would think. In fact, when I was trying to get like a definitive list, I kept seeing things like 25 top Christmas movies, uh, Christmas horror movies. So I'm like, oh, 25 tops? So there's others that didn't make <laughs> your list? Yeah, I saw a few that I'm like really excited for because after we had the conversation about there being so many, I looked a few up. There's one on Amazon Prime called Santa Jaws, and it's a shark movie, and I'm pretty <laughs> stoked to watch it. <laughs> that, uh, that's funny because I just watched, uh, in order to participate in a different podcast who will remain nameless, I watched a Christmas movie today where the guy made a snow sculpture that he called Santa Jaws. Aww. You're so, not going to plug plug your other podcast? It's, I mean, it's not not participating directly to listen to. Oh, I see. It's how did this get made? Okay. <laughs> okay. I didn't, Come on, I Any, didn't mean to pressure you. Uh, anybody that listens to this to this pod, podcast cannot be surprised that I listen to how did this get made, and they will be doing snowmance. <laughs> Which is not a horror. Uh, anyway, th this is not only not just the only Christmas horror movie, but not the only Krampus movie. None of the others are like sequels to this movie. They're not made by the same company, but there are a number of Krampus. Other movies. Yeah. Hell yeah. For anybody who is not familiar with him, Krampus is a horned anthropomorphic figure in Central and Eastern Alpine folklore who during the Christmas season scares children who have misbehaved. Assisting St. Nicholas, the pair visit children on the night of the 5th, with St. Nicholas rewarding well-behaved children with modest gifts, such as oranges, dried fruit, walnuts, and chocolate, whilst the badly behaved ones only receive punishment from Krampus with birch rods. That's from yeah. That is obviously from Wikipedia. Krampus is a babe, I'm not going to lie. I don't know, <laughs> I think after I read Saga, I just like had this thing for like, horned goat men i don't know it was weird and i'm still figuring that out but yeah Krampus is hot <laughs> you're talking about the uh comic book saga for those who don't know yes yes sorry about that <laughs> now i don't think we saw his birch rods in this one but i think he carries them i'd like to see his birch rod back on his back <laughs> Some people think he is actually a figure pre-christian origin sometimes he's characterized as santa's brother just sort of a dark shadow of kind of like a scar mufasa thing yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah and some um you can find on the internet all these old greeting cards from like the 1900s that say uh vom krampus which means greetings from krampus uh, yes i briefly looked at one of those other krampus movies and it is like a low budget home movie camera piece of crap so i did not finish watching it dang did you like this movie uh yeah i think so i certainly like the people in it mm -hmm. as i said it's from 2015 and it has a bunch of people that you've seen in a bunch of stuff right adam scott tony collette david kushner Allison Tomlin, Conchita Farrell, a bunch of kids that you've never seen in anything, but they but they did well. They're yeah. in stuff you just haven't seen them. <laughs> <laughs> they have credits, most of them, and supposedly it's a it's a horror comedy is how it's described, and I guess it is. Yeah, it totally is. Yeah, this this gives me very like uh, Benny loves you vibes. <laughs> Just like because of the like giggling, cute little. Oh, you know who one of those giggling gingerbread men was? Who? Seth Green. Oh, really? Yes. He was the voice Shout of, one out. of the, one of the giggling guys. Uh, I didn't recognize the other names. Brian Burns, Justin Rowland, and Ivy George. And Gideon Emery is Krampus. Well, it says he's the voice. Not sure who was the body of Krampus. Well. If you're listening, body of Krampus, hit a bitch up. <laughs> Luke, Luke Hawker. 
is the suit performer of Krampus. But I think you want to talk with the uh, special effects guy that constructed the mask. Is who? <laughs> well, it's <laughs> kind of like the whole, like the hooves and the horns. Uh-huh. I don't know. I have I have problems. Yeah, clearly. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> so let let's get into this. Uh, the movie starts off with the uh, frozen. Universal logo followed by a frozen legendary pictures logo. And then we get an entire song from Bing Crosby. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Slow motion Christmas chaos. Yes. The song is being used ironically as we see scenes of chaos in the store. Yeah. Like too real. Like Christmas shoppers are the most like ragiest shoppers. Like Black Friday and Christmas. Any holiday shopping is I imagine it like this. Like, this is what my anxiety looks like when I'm in stores in Christmas. Just like everything's in slow motion. Everyone's angry. It was like too real. <laughs> Most of mine is done online these days. So not a Yeah, well, I'm, I'm a dinosaur. I don't buy stuff online. <laughs> and then for some reason, there appears to be a Christmas pageant happening in the store. Like a happen. a nativity, the kind of thing you would normally see either at school or at church. Well, not in a you shouldn't be seeing it in a secular school, but uh, it's certainly the kind of thing, the kind of thing that would be put on at my church is being done in a store, which I found a little odd. I mean, I think I don't know, like in a mall, like we have things, yeah, like in the middle of the mall that are like you know, I don't know, there, festive. I mean, Santa Claus is there, but there's not normally a full-blown school recital. <laughs> happening. Yeah. A couple of kids in the recital get in a fight, and then we find out in the next scene that one of them is is one of our stars. After this chaos and opening credits and Bing Crosby, we cut to somebody watching the public domain version of The Christmas Carol on their TV. Hell yeah. Because they blew all their money on Bing Crosby. <laughs> Domain Christmas Carol, and Grandma is baking at home, uh, baking a lot. Um, now I thought we had just seen her in the store, but she's at home baking as they all come home the store. And the the kid Max is that his name? Mm-hmm. Max yep. Max is in trouble for starting the fight, and he says that uh, Ben Ski is always ragging on Christmas. This other kid apparently was spoiling Christmas for the younger kids, and this made Max lose it. And he said that it was just a marketing thing to to sell Pepsi, which his sister, who's very sad, corrects him that it's to sell Coke, not Pepsi, uh, which is an oversimplification. But our modern vision of Santa Claus is very much a product of Coca-Cola. Yeah. Those, uh, his, his suit that we think of him as wearing now is from Coca-Cola illustrations. Grandma speaks almost exclusively in German. There's one part later in the film where she speaks English, but she speaks German and Max understands her. And we see mm-hmm. later that her, her son, Adam Scott, as Tom, speaks German as well. She clearly understands English because they do that thing where she speaks German and Max speaks English and they both understand each other. Yeah. So that was like kind of how my uh, my great grandparents were. Yeah. Yeah. Like they spoke Spanish, but like my mom, like everyone responded to them in English <laughs> and, and they always spoke English. But then my grandparents, they spoke Spanish. I actually didn't even know. Yeah. Anyways, I was going to go on a rant, but it is not. <laughs> That's okay. You can go on a rant or a tangent or what have you. A tangent? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. So it kind of made sense to like, especially, I guess I related to that, especially because she's like the grandmother. And I was like, Mm. oh yeah, okay, that makes sense. So Max is really into Christmas. He's wearing a Rudolph hoodie that I kind of liked. And the cousins are coming and apparently the cousins suck. (laughs) (laughs) The whole family sucks. And I feel like we all know this family, right? Like, is it just me? That feels like these people are so real and I know them. Yes. It is? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, my gosh. I feel like I, I definitely know these people. Uh, my own family is big enough that we never had to team up with cousins and aunts and uncles and stuff for Christmas because there's quite enough children in my family. Yeah, to... the Lopi clan. It's a big one. But while they're discussing how terrible the cousins are, the mother and daughter discussing how terrible the cousins are, mom notices in the picture that they've just had taken at the mall. 
that she's hanging up that Santa appears to be checking out her daughter's ass. Yeah. Uh, the teenage daughter. So that's unfortunate. It is. It really is. So we have uh, our little family here is mother, father, daughter, son, and grandma. Uh, grandma and Max talk about Santa. Yeah. And believing in the spirit. Does does she believe in Santa? And she says she believes in, in Santa, that it means uh, believing in the spirit of giving and sacrifice. But then when she says sacrifice, she gets this look on her face like <laughs> this, this look like she was in the concentration camps or something. Yeah, I think they call her, what do they call her? Ami or something like that? Om- Omi. 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 That's right. That's right. Omi. So, Omi. And then she clams up and distracts Max by giving him a cookie. <laughs> Ooh, piece of candy. Yeah. And the, uh, we, then the daughter is in her room on the computer with her boyfriend. Mm-hmm. We establish in this scene that he's just four blocks away. Right. And can she uh, escape to see him? And then the cousins arrive. This is very much a um, family vacation, Christmas, mm-hmm. National Lampoon. Christmas <laughs> vacation, family vacation kind of cousins showing up. They, uh, they're they not quite as bad as, as the in-laws in that movie, but they are clearly very similar in that they're a little poor and a little crass redneck trash yes. is what he's trying yes. to say <laughs> a little more a little more rednecky yeah but not quite as bad as cousin eddie and his family. <laughs> so the the woman who was in the fargo tv show and uh that that's uh, allison tom and uh david kushner who's been in a whole bunch of stuff he's an anchorman he plays a recurring part in the office and you you'd know him if you saw him Packer, he plays Packer in the office. Yeah, they are the uh, Howard and uh, Uncle Howard and Aunt Linda. So Linda is the sister of Sarah, who is the the mother, Max's mother. <laughs> Get all these relationships straight. And then we have Aunt Dorothy. Yes, yes, and she has brought Aunt Dorothy without telling and without warning anyone ahead of time, who is uh, Conchata Farrell, who you might know from Two and a Half Men and. One of those law shows. I, I love that her first line is Christ on a stick. <laughs> She's a, a crude, drunken woman that uh, they thought they were just stopping by to give her presents, but she had, had her bags all packed and came along. So, the, you know, they act like they don't want her to be there, but obviously she must be a very lonely woman if she just latched on to this opportunity. Even though she can, kind of complains about it, she clearly doesn't want to be alone at Christmas. Yeah. So, and I didn't think she was all that bad. I think she's uh, fucking hilarious. And they left one kid in the car. Yeah. Well, they have a lot to keep up with. Yeah. It happens. There's three <laughs> three cousins, uh, two two girls who are very much tomboys, uh, and a boy who won't talk, and a baby who got left outside in in the car. Aunt Linda claims that Dorothy tricked me, and uh, of course the baby needs to be changed. And then there's a big family dinner, and we establish that the brother-in-law, Uncle Howard, is an asshole. Mm-hmm. Yes. Who's, in, who's into guns. There's gun talk. Uh, he makes fun of Tom being in the Eagle Scouts. Yeah, and this is the first time we get our uh, shepherd protects his flock bullshit. Yes, yes. And everybody is, everybody is very bitchy and... <laughs> Dorothy says, no ham, what are you, a Jew now? And the cousin tells a, sort of tells a joke. She's one of the cousin girls is taunting Max and talks about Santa having to eat his reindeer and that he ate tiny reindeer, making a bad pun on the, on the, on the word ate. Uh, Sarah and Dorothy Bicker. <laughs> Howard tells us uh, that rain, reindeer are a very good sustainable food source. Yeah, at this point, Aunt Dorothy has another good line when she she says, uh, "This fancy food clogs my pipes." <laughs> <laughs> and the cousins have somehow got a hold of Max's letter to Santa Claus, working on earlier with with uh, Omi, okay. and read it out loud. And in this letter, Max has kind of called everybody on their bullshit, but not. You know, not having any. No, idea it's but in red. such a sweet way, though. Yes. He, yeah, he he really wants the best, and it's so the, the letter to Santa is so sweet. And I yeah. think this is like really the scene that we establish, like 
Max's heart, which is another reason why I really love Krampus is because it's like, just because you're a good kid doesn't mean shit. <laughs> I'm still <laughs> like, it's just like, I don't know. I just like that. You know, when movies like don't like sugarcoat shit or play shit, I don't know. It's just right. like, he's such a good kid and you really get it in this scene. And then, yeah. yeah family he, has, he has all these wishes and none of them are really for himself they're, or they're not for things. Yeah, he wishes that he and his sister Beth could hang out like they used to, because he doesn't really have any friends. He wishes mom and dad would fall in love again. Wishes <laughs> things weren't so hard for Uncle Howard and Aunt Linda. And then the cousin stops reading. Uh, it's not clear exactly how he did it, but then she yells out, "Fuck you, Dad!" Does not wish we were boys. So I'm not clear. Did he wish that they would? be boys no i think he probably i don't know how he phrased it i i assume or i think he probably just said and that uncle howard stops wishing that something like that Uh, (laughs) uncle howard could accept that he has two girls yeah uh so yeah she yells that dad does not wish we were boys and why doesn't anyone, like, any adults in this scene, like, do anything about this? Like, them reading the note and all, everything. <laughs> they just all sit there and awkwardly look at each other like, oh. Yeah, somebody should have immediately jumped up and said, stop that, hey, give me Max's yeah. letter. Quit yes, being an, a dick. <laughs> an adult should have intervened sooner, but I think they just got so uh, stunned by what they were I hearing. Yeah, so then Max. Nah. Oh, mom has missed this. Mom comes in and says, who wants creme brulee having missed the letter? And Max flips out. And yeah, I did write down that I, I was touched by this letter. This was a yeah. a good thing. I did too. He just said, and he says, I just want Christmas to be like it used to be, but forget it. I hate Christmas. I hate all of you. And he runs upstairs. Yeah. Then we get a little dad talk. <laughs> right. Well, Dor- but first Dorothy says, I think he deserves a prize for telling oh, the truth. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah Dor- Dorothy knows what time it is. Uh, but, yeah, Dad comes in to check on him and tells him, look, it's just three days. Yeah, go ahead and put your little Santa letter in the mailbox, chap. Yeah, and he, does, he acts like he's going to go ahead and put the letter in the mailbox, but instead he accidentally performs a spell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He throws it out the window. Tears it up and throws it out the window, which uh, then summons Mary Poppins. Uh, no. Yeah, it goes up all practical magic style. Yeah, it does. Uh, sadly, it does not summon Poppins. It summons Krampus. Mary Poppins. So the next day is we uh, they established this bit of opening a little advent calendar, like a wooden, a very nice wooden advent calendar that tells us that it's the 23rd now and there's heavy snow nobody's blizzard coming that's because it's a magic krampus induced blizzard mm-hmm. yeah yeah right after he throws like the letter out the window it's like uh like the lights in the town flicker we hear like doom music and yeah. then the storm we see like storm clouds roll in and like lights flicker in the town and then like completely go out there's like a blackout yeah and it's like what <laughs> <laughs> It begins. So now, now there's no hot water, no heat, no electricity, and the phones are out too. And there's a snowman in the yard. <laughs> there's a snowman in the yard that was not there before. And, and is it mom says something about ever since the noodle incident, incident, the neighbors aren't talking. Oh, they're trying to check on if if you know everybody else's power is out. And like, well, those people aren't home, so we can't tell. And we can't ask the other neighbors because they won't talk to us ever since the noodle incident, <laughs> which I think is implied had something to do with Max. But uh, the only person we see outside of the family is DHL delivery guy who brings some packages. And there's a big red bag out there also that he didn't bring. It must have been the boys in brown. But we know as the audience that it's probably Krampus that left that bag. Yes. And then we get a good uh, line here when they are getting the packages in and the guy, the redneck guy, Uncle Howard. Howard yeah. yeah. Says, how do rich people get all the free shit? Democrats, <laughs> probably. <laughs> and I was like, I know this guy. I swear. Yeah. I know this guy. No, it's true. If you're, if you're really rich, people do give you free shit, especially if you're a celebrity, celebrities who can afford stuff. 
get bags full of free stuff all the time. But grandma has made hot chocolate. Yes, over the fire. Yeah, because she knows how to do that old school shit. Beth wants to know if she can go check on Derek, boyfriend, because he hasn't texted back. Can she go it's check on him? four blocks, Mom. I'll be yeah. fine. They decide to let Beth go check on Derek. I don't like. We only see him for two seconds, but his name's Derek, and it just rubs me the wrong way. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Damn. Just going to judge him on that alone. Sorry. Damn, okay. Apologize I mean... to any, any Derek's that might be listening. Yeah, I mean, I don't know why, but I support you. And uh, sorry, Derek, <laughs> if you're listening to this. <laughs> but she's out in the snow and she sees Krampus up on the roof. Yeah, he very Jeepers Creepers style leaps yes. from house to house. He like, leaps from... Oh, yeah. Right. And so as soon as he moves, she realizes, oh, shit, that's not a, that's not a decoration. <laughs> she yeah. screams and starts running and loses her hat, which... I thought it was going to be important, but I don't think it ends up being important. I don't think they find it later. And she sees that the DHL man has frozen to death, but it hasn't been very long. So maybe Krampus did something to him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yes. Because I don't think it's been long enough for him to have frozen to death naturally. She hides under his truck and sta- Krampus stamps around and then leaves, but leaves a jack-in-the-box behind. And mm-hmm. Jack kills Beth? Yeah. But then later we hear her calling for help, so maybe he just it crawls under the truck. I and think she that screams. I think that's part of like a Krampus thing, though, to like use their voice to like fuck them up. Because later on in the movie, after one of the kids is like gone and dead, we hear her voice, and uh, they're like, "Oh, what, what the hell?" Like blah blah blah, and it's like they go up there, and it's you know devil ornaments mm-hmm. and shit. So I think the us hearing her voice later is like just a Krampus thing, like him being like, oh, okay, freaking him out. Yeah. yeah, yeah, could be. Uh, later they're starting to Beth should be home by now, and we hear some sirens in the distance, so there's some evidence that there's other people around somewhere. Max is worried about Beth, and Tom asks if Howard's Hummer can make it through the snow. Yes, it can. Let's go. So they go, Tom and Howard go to look for her. Granny, ask them not to go, it's too dangerous which is where we find out that Tom can speak German. So so Tom and Howard are in the Hummer. There's no cars on the road. There's no radio. They come across a, looks like a dump truck, and they say it's a snowplow, so there must be a snowplow attached to the front of the dump truck. Mm -hmm. It's empty, but there's a present on the seat, and the keys are still there, and the glass is punched in. Because Howard Howard says, oh, the guy must have gone through the window, and, and... Tom notices, no, the glass is going the other way, as if it were punched in. Yeah, so then Howard gets a huge gun. Yep, yep. He opens up his back of his Hummer and starts handing out guns. By the way, his Hummer's name is Lucinda. That's right. <laughs> back at the house, there's some talk about, oh, you have you have Mom's Angel all this time. They're, like, decorating the tree and stuff. Max is doing a Rubik's Cube, and we hear something on the roof. And there's a loud crash. Oh, yeah, in the attic or on the roof, yeah. Yeah, and Grandma looks up the chimney. She knows what's I know. going on. I, I literally wrote down right here, Grandma, get your damn head out of the fire, you crazy bat. <laughs> she knows what's going on, though. Yeah, I know, which is another reason she should get her damn head out of the fire. <laughs> right. When they get to Derek's house, it is, like, frozen on the inside. Yeah, and, like, right was the Was the door already open? Mm-hmm. It was, like, busted so, through. So yeah. all the frost has just come in through the door. Mm-hmm. There's a knife. I, I wrote that there's a knife in what I thought was a gingerbread man toy, but then it looks like Howard eats a piece of it. So maybe it was an actual ginger. It just looked too big and poofy yeah. to be an actual yeah, gingerbread man. <laughs> I think it's one of the evil <laughs> things. Well, but they've but somebody's killed it. Maybe the people in the house killed it. Maybe maybe the yeah. other, maybe Krampus and his didn't kill it. Maybe one of the people killed it. But yeah, Howard, uh, Howard, a piece of it uh, made me wonder, well, was it supposed to be a cookie or a toy? Or, or was that was this just a bit that the actor did <laughs> that they hadn't planned on? Yeah, I think you're right about like someone just like killing it or like getting that one particular, like stabbing it right. while it was attacking. And they see there's some kind of crack above the fireplace and Howard gas line blew. But we know that Krampus did that coming. Yeah. Down and, and then we see, see the hoof. 
the hoof prints. Hoof prints in the snow. Tom's like, do goats walk on their hind legs? That's a big fucking goat. <laughs> yeah. They hear Beth yelling for help. And they go outside and it's something under the snow. I don't know that we ever find out what this thing is exactly. No, we don't. I just think I, I thought of tremors. Mm-hmm. Which I found out the other day. I did not know this, that there's a tremors with snow. Yes. Which was actually yeah. filmed in a desert. <laughs> All that snow and tremors is actually sand. Hell yeah. They just either used a filter or color corrected afterwards to make it look like it was snow. Uh, but yeah, there's something under this snow that grabs Howard, but Tom shoots it and the thing flees. And yeah. they find that Lucinda has been crushed and is on fire. Yep. Uh, at the house, they heard shots and are about to go look when the men come bursting in. Which is another good line here from Aunt Dorothy. They're like, Aunt Dorothy, stay with the kids. She's like, I never like kids, even when I was one. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, they do some first aid and tell everybody to stay calm and away from the windows. And uh, Tom not here. Oh, t- uh, Howard starts to tell him everything, but Tom calms him, calms him down and is like, no, 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 no. He doesn't want him to freak everybody out, I guess. Yeah. So, yeah, Dorothy takes the kids into the kitchen. Grandma keeps the fire hot because she doesn't want Krampus coming down the chimney. Mm-hmm. And Dorothy passes uh, peppermint schnapps around to the kids and kitchen hell yeah she does aunt dorothy coming in clutch starting our little alcoholics off early <laughs> yeah uh once howard is bandaged up though they're talking about her beth is still out there but they can't go out because he nearly got frostbite in under four minutes which would explain why the dhl guy was frozen to death yeah so they're like let's board up the doors and windows yes. which i was like Okay. And then all these kind of movies, like if there's zombies outside or something, they're just able to find enough blood around. Yeah. yeah. Even in the dead of snow, like this blizzard, they just found enough, like, great lumber to yeah. board these doors up with very pretty stained wood. <laughs> At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. We're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com wonder. I really think this movie did spend all of its money on the Bing Crosby song because the kids are watching a movie on the iPad that looks like a mashup between Rudolph and Charlie Brown in that we have an elf. We have an elf that looks like a Rankin and Bass style puppetmation elf who appears to be delivering Linus's speech from the end of a Charlie Brown Christmas. Hell yeah. Well, that was smart. So I'm like, I guess it was cheaper to just animate this little short segment than to license either one of those Christmas specials. Yeah, yeah, totally. And because here's the thing is like, you recognize that because like you have that sort of brain, like you're going to see things like that. But for me, it was like, I recognize the Uh animation style and maybe not even the speech, but I was just like, oh, I've seen that. Like, you know what I mean? Like I saw the movie and I was just like, oh, I've seen that. <laughs> yeah. you, you know what right. I mean? Yeah, you have not. That, <laughs> right, yeah. exactly. So I think like that's trick perfect. worked on you, huh? The trick worked. Yeah, it was smart. Yeah, no, he's doing the, uh, the thing about, you know, Jesus being born in Bethlehem from the end of Charlie mm-hmm. Brown. But, but he's doing, but it's a, one of Santa's elves giving this speech. That's hilarious. But here, Howard, uh, thanks Tom for saving him, saving my ass, he says. So they, mm-hmm. you know, they, they have not gotten along traditionally, but Tom has now proved his manhood to Howard. And yeah. Howard says, sorry for thinking you're such a spineless dick all these years. <laughs> what a compliment. Grandma's acting different, somebody notices. Max. And Tom says she always gets, Max notices and 
Tom says she always gets weird around Christmas, but she won't talk about it. Uh, Howard says he'll keep watch. And of course, he falls asleep. Mm-hmm. Everybody get some rest. I'll keep watch and then cut to he's snoring. Music is playing on the iPad and the battery runs out. The fire is going out in the fireplace. Battery dies in the iPad and we hear laughing from the chimney. <laughs> We start hearing the chuckles. I love these so much. This is one of the reasons why I loved uh, Benny Loves You So Much is like the little chuckles. I love when something like cute and sweet is like evil and horrible. I don't know why, but it just really gets me going. And these little tiny chuckles, ugh, they do it for me. I love it. (laughs) So a hook on the end of a chain drops down and a little gingerbread man climbs down it. The cousin that won't talk wakes up and sees the gingerbread man and bites it on the head, takes a bite out of it, and it attacks and pulls Howie. The, the mute boy is, is called Howie, so he's Howard Jr. Uh, pulls him up the chimney. Yeah, I love the little gingerbread man. It's, I wonder which one Seth Green is, because this one has like a little bit of a voice. He does like, wee to like get him over there. He's listed as Lumpy. Their names apparently... <laughs> Lumpy, dumpy, and clumpy. Oh my gosh, that's funny. You know, I could not distinguish to tell which was which. And the other is uh, Prochetta the Cherub was the angel, like a Christmas tree angel. That is the thing that torments them. Yeah, I love when the little boy like takes a bite out of the gingerbread man. He's like, and he like comes alive. He's like, huh? And then just like his little like angry eyebrows like, ah! So good. I love it so much. Oh, uh, oh yeah. Log, a log rolls out. Log rolls out, catches the presents in the tree on fire, and they're trying to save Howie, a tug of war with Howie, but they lose and he goes up the chimney. Max gets a fire extinguisher and puts the fire out. Yeah, and the mom <laughs> sees the little gingerbread guy like taunting her. Howie's shoe falls down and hits Howard on the head. And uh, he very rightly blames himself for falling asleep on duty. Uh-huh. And Grandma says, no, it is all of our fault in English. He's come for all of us. And then she explains what is going on. And Aunt Dorothy says, English, I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> Which is such a fucking redneck thing to say. It's clear that she understood English all along. She yeah. first not to speak it. Right. Uh, and then we get a puppet animation flashback. <laughs> To her childhood in the village that had forgotten the spirit of Christmas. And they had given up and so had I. And I wished for them to go away. I got my wish. Nicholas was not coming this year. A darker and ancient spirit. The shadow of St. Nicholas. It was Krampus. Not to reward, but to punish. Not to give, but to take. And Krampus did not take her. He left her as a reminder of what happens when hope is lost. And yet she failed to remind everybody until it was too late. Yeah, I think like that's part of it is like she was trying to keep the spirit alive in Max, you know, and that's why uh-huh. like she was like always his biggest supporter and in like the beginning and stuff. And she's like trying to like making the Christmas cookies and telling him like Santa's what you make it, blah, 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 because she knows. Right. Because she knows. She maybe should have just been more direct. Look. You guys don't shape up. Grampus is going to come kill everyone. Uh, but Howard's not buying any of this. And I don't know why. Not any of this senile horse shit. After what they've seen, I don't know why he's not buying it. But he's going to go get Howie and opens the door. And there's a little battalion of snowmen out there. And things <laughs> running around. And I said, is one of the snowmen Howie? It seems like the small snowman up front might be Howie, or is at least wearing some of Howie's clothes. Yeah, I think just Howard, wearing clothes. Howard looks right at him and is like, Howie? Uh, but they shut the door, and Tom says to keep the fire hot. We cut to opening the door in the advent calendar for the 24th. Aunt Linda's trying to clean up the tree and the presents and that got burned. And the cousins are now asking Grandma questions about mm-hmm. the whole situation. And she explains, it's not what you do. It's what you believe and what you give up in in here, indicating her heart. I don't know if that makes any actual sense. I didn't think it. I mean, I was just kind of like, okay. And then when grandma, you know, basically sacrifices herself, I was like, oh, okay. You have to give your soul. Yeah. 
And then even though we're not watching a kaiju movie, Tom does some map work. Woo! Bingo. He has an idea. and uh, But then Linda hears a jack-in-the-box in the box. One of the presents that Krampus left behind. She's shaking it, and it sounds like it's got a jack-in-the-box. You can just help tell from the way it's tinkling that there's a jack-in-the-box in there. Uh, but Tom's plan is to get the snowplow and escape with that. Yeah, like clear a path yeah. for them. Yeah. Last time they saw it, it was intact and it had the keys in it. Mm-hmm. Then the boxes start moving and chittering and Max spots Krampus outside, I guess, out the window. Mm-hmm. And the cousins go upstairs. Yeah, this is the part. Yeah, this is the part where they hear Beth upstairs. And yeah. this is why I thought... Maybe the voice, like hearing the voice of the someone who's already dead is like yeah. just a Krampus thing because she obviously wasn't even in the house. Yeah. They go upstairs be- because Aunt Dorothy clogged the crapper and they, th- they think they hear Beth in the attic and they hear a scream and they go to check and Howard tells them to wait. Max says it's my fault. And then the dog runs off and there's no sign of the kids in the attic. Open boxes. Baby cries. And then- yes. And then the gingerbread oh. men are in the vents. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> the gingerbread men, oh my gosh. They may just will very be the best part of this movie for me. <laughs> I love them so much. They are so, with like the whole time they're laughing, I could not stop laughing. <laughs> it's just so, it just like really pushes the happy button in my brain. It really okay. did. Like the little chuckles are just like... Oh, I love that. I'll have to remember that. <laughs> and then they see the Jack in the Box monster eating one of the cousins. So like in the and process. That of... thing is freaky. Yeah. So the, the part of the Jack in the Box that like springs up out of the box gets stretched really long. And this thing sort of like becomes like a giant snake that can crawl across the floor. And we see the legs of one of the cousins going down the mouth. And hear all of the like creepy digestive noises. And Tom says, oh, come on. <laughs> uh, the G-men shoot Howard. With the na- oh, the gingerbread men shoot Howard with nail gun that they were using to board up the place earlier. And they somewhere along the way, I don't know if mom's Christmas angel came to life or this was just a different Christmas angel that was in boxes. But an angel attacks and a teddy bear attacks. And I wrote, bang, flaming G-men. Yes. Howard shot it and set them on fire somehow. And there's a robot. Howard mm-hmm. fights the gingerbread men and the dog gets the last one. The dog eats one. I love that part. It was adorable. That little bulldog. Yeah. Good job, little little dude. You are a very good actor. <laughs> there's some uh, fighting going on in the attic. They're trying to find Stevie. That's one of the cousins. Linda is fighting with an axe. And the Jack in the Box escapes through the vents with Jordan. Yeah, Jordan was the other cousin that's been eaten. And Mom shoots a robot. And Max yells. They either tell Max to run or Max to... I just... No, Max yells for Mom from downstairs. Okay. Again, can't read my writing. Downstairs, <laughs> Max yells out for Mom. And there's noises in the vents. Oh, my gosh. Can't read your writing should be one of our bingo things. <laughs> that's not that's not in the actual movie. I know, but it's great. <laughs> it could be like a free space or something, okay. you know, like in the middle, in the middle. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Max opens a vent and sticks the dog on the toys, and then we hear the sounds of Rosie as the dog sounds of Rosie fighting, and then the Jack in the Box comes crashing through the ceiling, and the angel attacks. And the bear is behind the couch. So look, they thought they'd beaten the angel and the bear, but they're still alive. Dorothy shoots the bear. Somebody also, I know the- this is super random, but when the credits come on at the end, the dog's name was actually like Thor, Ank or something, not Rosie. <laughs> which I was like, well, that's kind of weird, you know, because usually it's like Rosie played as herself, but this right. dog was actually a dude or something. Yeah. Or, or its name was something different, and they even gave it a character name. I just yeah. put that out there. Let's, the, somebody throws the angel, and and then Dorothy shoots that. Yeah, and it's so cool because it's like in like a like full boom yeah. style. <laughs> and Dorothy finishes it with pleasure. And then these the creatures that we saw amongst the come crashing in, they are apparently elves, like the evil Krampus version of elves. And they crash through the window, and one hugs Jack. 
fire out? I don't know. Was Jack on fire? Maybe they put Jack's fire out. One of them gets the baby mm-hmm. and chains. The, they put chains around somebody. Aunt Dorothy. Dorothy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they put chains around her and like she gets dragged and, out. Like by pull chains. her out. Yeah. Before the elves come, like the they hear them outside. Like they hear the sounds. And uh, Omi, the grandmother, says elves like she knows the sound she like recognizes the sound of the elves i thought that was pretty cool like a little like yeah and then they hear some sort of horn like and they all like stop and it's like obviously like a signal of some sort for them to like gather because they all just take off yeah oh uh, it was changed around jack they were dragging jack out but they also dragged dorothy out and then howard jumps on the jack in the box and they both get dragged out and the elves kind of um menace everybody but yeah they hear the horn and they they leave the horn as you said apparently summons them to go <laughs> and somebody says we need to make a break for the snow plow and there's a noise it's him power flickers they hold on to each other omi won't come and she yes they start to head out towards the snow plow and omi comes she locks the door locking herself in and locking them out because she apparently wants to face krampus she says be good yeah. And sacrifices herself. Yep. And Krampus is like filling, filling Omi. He's like, he gives her a little tongue sniff, like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> was, was that exciting for you? Yeah, it was. I was like, damn, okay, Krampus, <laughs> what's up? I hate Christmas too. Oh. <laughs> I love Christmas. So they all run off. Krampus comes down the chimney and Omi stands defiant. And yes, I wrote tongue. Krampus opens the bag and all the toys sort of leap out towards the camera. He feeds her to the Christmas ornaments. Yeah. In the snow family, here's the thing under the snow coming. Tom stays to fight it while the others go and he gets pulled under the snow. Snow tremors. Getting in the plow, Linda is pulled under the snow. And then mom is pulled under the snow. Yeah, everyone's just going left and right at this point. Max can't start the truck. Elves attack and they get Stevie, who is uh, the cousin. And then it looks like one of the elves gets pulled. No, it's under. Megan. They get Megan, isn't it, Megan? No, there's two of them: Stevie and oh. Jordan. Jordan's already been eaten by the Jack and the. I don't know who Megan is. Oh well, I thought he says it later. Like no. uh, he calls for her. Maybe I just misread the. Uh, yeah, the no, it's the, Stevie gets pulled under, and but it looks like one of the elves gets pulled under too. So I don't know what this thing is under the snow. If it's taking out some of Krampus's people, maybe it's a third, <laughs> third faction out there in the snow. Krampus drops a big ass jingle bell wrapped in the scraps of Max's Santa letter. Oh, is that what it is? A jingle bell. Okay. Yeah. I thought it was just like a Christmas ornament. Well, I mean, it's big enough that it could be used as a Christmas ornament, but it is a it's a jingle bell. Okay. Cool. And then a voiceover of Omi. Uh, saying the line about he left me as a reminder of what happens when you lose uh, faith. Max trudges through the snow and sees Krampus, uh, Krampus's sled, and there's elves and the Jack in the Box and Stevie, and he yells out, "Hey, asshole! I take back my wish. Give me back my family!" And he throws the bell on the ground, and the bell sinks into the snow. And then we hear like church bells ringing in the distance and the ground cracks open where he threw the, the jingle bell. A fiery earth opens yeah. up. There's like lava and shit. So some kind of hell hole opens up, but it kind of creates sort of a mound around the hole, like a volcano. And Krampus jumps up onto the edge of it. And the elves drag Stevie up to the edge and Max climbs up to confront Krampus and says, please give them back. Take me instead. And the, th- the elves just throw Stevie into the pit. Yeah. <laughs> Krampus laughs and picks up Max. And he says, I'm sorry. I just wanted Christmas to be like it used to be. And Krampus drops Max. And he has a long fall. And then there's like a whiteout. Yeah, which and turns into his bedroom window. Yes. He wakes up in the morning. He's in bed. It's snowing outside. Max opens the last window on the uh, calendar, the advent calendar. The family's downstairs, everybody's there, and everybody seems okay. Everything's, yeah, everything's, was was he just dreaming? And Dorothy says, I haven't felt this hungover since the Pope died. (laughs) So 
I guess Dorothy was so upset about the Pope dying that she got really, really drunk and sure. really hungover. If that's what I guess. you call it. That's true. So Dad asks Max if he was okay. Max says, just a bad dream, I guess. And Omi says, Merry Christmas to Max. They're unwrapping their presents. One of the girl cousins has gotten a set of brass knuckles or steel knuckles, I guess. Calls Max Maxi Pad. So even though they're having this happy Christmas morning, they're still kind of acting like assholes. Mom opens a present of a taxidermy animal that apparently Howard has prepared. They talk about how he had to reattach the leg. Yeah. So I assume he was caught in a trap. But could you tell what kind of animal this was? No. It looked like it was just sort of generic mammal. <laughs> like somebody said to a animation designer or a puppet designer, give me a generic mammal that should have all the basic traits of a mammal, but should not be clearly identifiable as any specific mammal. <laughs> so, yeah, I have no idea what the heck it was. And Max hugs his parents. And then he opens a box, a present, and it's the jingle bell. And yeah, every, and then everyone stares. Everyone kind of has like this, like it's like they kind of remember something or. Yeah, they all start remembering. And he turns around the, something I read said the jingle bell had his name on it when we saw it earlier. I didn't notice that. but No, it had it had Krampus and then something in, in German. Yeah. So, well, right now when we're looking at it, we see that it says Gruß von Krampus, which, as I said earlier, means greetings from Krampus. And Omi looks ominous, and we hear voiceovers of parts of the movie sort of flashing back through the events of the movie. Christmas music starts. Yes. Everyone's freaked out. Santa Claus is coming to town. Yeah. And as we zoom out, we see that the house is inside of a snow globe, which Krampus puts on a shelf with other snow globes and the camera continues to pull back and we see that there's multiple Tons. shelves with multiple snow globes on them and then the toys jump up and go boo yeah which i love this like snow globe thing but i have a question <laughs> do you now <laughs> what like how the fuck did grandma out of her snow globe and does that mean that Max is going to make it out of his snow globe and find the love of his life and then have to sacrifice himself as grandpa. Well, but in grandma's story, so what your question is really saying is that the end of this movie doesn't make any fucking sense. Right. But I love it. I love it, but I'm confused. I did not love it. Uh, because grandma does not say, but then I woke up and everything was okay, but it, then it turned out I was caught in a snow globe. Yeah, but that, but she had, what? It had to have been though, right? Because, no, like, no, that was her Krampus story. But, well, if, if the movie was, if the ending made any sense and if it were consistent, it would mean that. But that's not what happened to her. That's not what she describes. And I'm not entirely clear if we're meant to take this ending literally or not. Oh, okay. If we're supposed to actually believe that they are trapped in a snow globe, or if it's just a sort of closing uh, framing device, I don't know. I don't know, and I'd love to tie the writer to a chair and beat him with a wicker rug beater until he explained it. <laughs> what? what? Wow. <laughs> is the writer's name Derek? What is your deal for that? I'm just saying, it's a, it's a bullshit. It's a bullshit. <laughs> It's bullshit. I like it. Either grant the kids wish or don't, but don't just trap them in a snow globe. Yeah, I was thinking like he's going to trap them in a snow globe and then like every day for the rest of his life, it's Christmas, but it goes to right. shit and like kills everyone that he loves. But then how the fuck? I was just like, well, then what the fuck is grandma doing here? And how is he going to get out of his snow globe to find the love of his life and then sacrifice himself as someone's German grandfather? <laughs> it does seem like sort of a lame punishment if... They're just left in the snow globe in a perpetual Christmas Day opening presents. That's no, but yeah, they open presents unless they like, begin to remember. <laughs> every day they get slaughtered. They relive through all of that, though. They have to do it every day, forever, for the rest of forever. So they have to go back goes. through the three days leading up to Christmas. Yep, they just they get. It didn't make any sense, and I yeah, do I really that is it. one of the general criticisms of this movie. Yeah, still loved it. It works better for me if I just don't take that ending literally. Yeah. 
but I, I have no idea if they were intended for me to take it literally or not. Hmm. How many stars? Oh, did you get a kill count for this movie? Uh, well, it's none. How do we know? <laughs> it's none, apparently. Yeah, or uh, it's everybody or nobody. We don't know if the DHL man was brought back to life. Or Derek and his family, are they in their own snow globe? We don't know. Yes, you're right. It's either everybody or nobody. There's no way to know. So how many stars? <sighs> I can't even remember <laughs> what I gave it before. What did I give it on Letterboxd? Uh, <laughs> I guess a three. It was okay. Okay. All right. I, I might have liked it more if the ending were better. Sure. Um, I love the ending, even though it sucks. I don't know why. I just like the, I'm like, oh, shit. But um, also, I'm going to say that it was a little better than a three. I'm going to give it a 4.5. I really love this movie. Like I said, it was my first like Christmas horror movie. I saw it in like 2017. And um, a friend showed it to me. And I will always remember that. And it was so good. I love this. I love this movie. It's good. Okay. I mean, I really like everybody in it. They all did a really good job. And they're people that I've enjoyed in other things. So, yeah, I'm going to give it a three, but it might have gotten more if it had a better ending. Oh, yeah. All right. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Gruce von Krampus. Yeah, all the things. All of the things. This episode will be releasing on Christmas Eve, so have a Merry Christmas, everybody. Uh, happy holidays if you don't celebrate christmas or just have a good day if you don't celebrate anything thank you for joining us remember to keep calm and take shelter in basements and what was the other one don't whatever whatever you do whatever you do you mustn't misuse science (laughs) the actual line Look us up on all the socials. Send us a message on our Gmail, monstermoviefuntimego at gmail.com. I regret not making that shorter. <laughs> Should have just made it MMFTG at Gmail, but it's too late now. Leave us a voice, ma- uh, voice message at anchor.fm slash MMFTG. And as always, we will not see you, but you will hear us next time on Monster Movie Funtime Go.